be transformed. Turn into a better version of yourself, the highest version of yourself. You could be so much stronger than this. You could be better than you are today. You could be the highest version you've never reached. I want you to look in the mirror and challenge that man in the mirror because you can lie to everybody in the world, but you can't lie to that mirror. You are now tuned in to the Decisive Point Podcast, where influence meets intellect, the keys to unlocking your full potential. Here's your host, Jeffrey Delgado. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for uh, being on this morning. It is Saturday, and I wanted to do something a little bit different. I wanted to have some fun today. So I have in front of me the younger generation. Now, that could be, I don't know, Generation Z, whatever they call you. What do they call you guys? Gen Z. Gen Z or Millennials. they're, They're the new generation. And I just wanted to kind of pick their brain, make it fun. And, you know, one of them happens to be my, my daughter. So it's exciting to have her in the studio today. Hi. And another one is uh, Casey. Hello. How you Casey. Doing? How old are you, Casey? I'm turning 23 next month. 23. Wow. Big 23. And then the eldest in the LeBron room outside here. of me is Jordan. And Jordan, how, how old are you? Hello, everyone. I'm actually 25. 25. So he's the old man in the room. You guys agree with that? Truly. He's, he's the old, yeah. Yeah, totally so the old guy. So the question I wanted to ask, and I, I think the audience would want to hear, is what are pressures that are going on for a 20-year-old and above these days? I mean, I know the world's moving pretty fast, and I do a lot of talking about people going through challenges or you know, facing pressures and handling things. And I just want to know what kind of pressures do a 20-year-old in 2021, what do they go through? Anybody want to start it off? Let's, you guys could speak at any time. I'll, I'll, say, I'll just make it quick. I'll say two words, social media. Um, a lot of people, they compare a lot, you could say. So just seeing a mirage, whether it's real or not, people feel pressured to kind of have that on their end, that success. You guys agree yeah. with that? Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think social media is a big influence on how other individuals believe their uh, life should be moving as fast, just as fast, at least, you know. So, so you don't, do you think it's too fast? Yeah, social media shows you a fast life, and they want to show you the get-rich-quick, right? But in reality, it doesn't work that way. But not all social media does that, right? I mean, I see social media that could be self-improvement. I see Mm -hmm. motivational social media, things on YouTube and Facebook, people trying to put, like, these motivational quotes. You guys don't—that doesn't help you, or you guys—what are you guys referring to? No, I mean, I I definitely agree with that, but, you know, when you think about it, what do people usually post— it's something that makes them look relevant or something that they think is interesting to display for others. It's not really for themselves. Do you see some inspirational? Yes. But realistically, is that what it always is? No. I guess it comes down to who you follow and what kind of information you take in. Yeah, definitely the one social media outlet that stresses me out is LinkedIn. I know everyone needs to have a LinkedIn when you're in your professional career, but whenever I go on there, I'm just stressed because what do you I mean, see why? because I see like all my classmates either from high school or college, and I kind of see where they're at. They're literally the same age as me, same degree sometimes, and they're at a place where I feel like I should be, and so it kind of gives. Or puts pressure on me because I'm like, should I be at that place? Mm. And if I'm not at that place, am I being unsuccessful? Ah, good point. So you're comparing yourselves to others on LinkedIn. Is, is, do, you, do you guys all do that? Or is that just... Because I don't look at it at all like that. They definitely me. do that. I mean, I get people that look at my profile all the time. And mm-hmm. maybe they don't know that I can see them. You can totally uh, yeah, see Because right. you can turn that off. It's a feature. But I get random people or people that I knew that look at your profile like sometimes every other day, which is a little peculiar. Wow. Yeah. That's more like stalking. Yeah. Possibly. Are they people looking at it or like a, a job? Um, it's sometimes people that I know. 
from okay. high school. Yeah, from high That's school. That's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. people okay. are weird. Okay, so you guys, you feel that social media is a positive thing, or what are you guys saying? I think it's a, a tool that you can utilize in any way you see fit for yourself. Uh, it could be positive because you allow yourself to expose yourself to a different audience that you may not be in front of on a daily basis. Or it also can be a negative thing because, again, you can go back to comparing yourself to others that are similar in age, but they seem as if they're moving a little bit faster along the maturity scale and they have their life progressing in a sense where you f- may feel as if you're not progressing as fast or even faster than that. Mm-hmm. So you're comparing yourself to other people's lives. Yeah. Basically. Totally. And not even like professionally too. It could even be just where you are in life. Like, should I be married at this time? I have mm. friends from high school who are married they have babies even and it's kind of like a little stressful because of like wait why is everything going so fast like I feel like I'm so young it's just a lot of pressure to see so let's let's go into that so do you guys believe there's a time frame you know is your generation our generation was like this you go to school go to college get a job get married have kids you know you got to get your house and then you retire go on vacation and die that's basically nice. what, what our generation was kind of taught. It's like this American dream. Do you guys still believe in that? Or do you believe it's a completely different you know, format today for your generation? I, I think personally, it's completely different. Um, now it's more of a mental battle. Um, a lot of people, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I can go into other things that are more widespread, but like depression, for example, maybe the pandemic could be a, one of the reasons, but there's a lot of documentaries about what social media does. But at the end of the day, I think it just comes down to how the person uses it kind of like a knife a knife can be used as a weapon right sometimes or it could be used as something helpful around the house like preparing food or having to cut things as well it really depends on how you use it and how you view it do you follow the right people do you not follow the right people or you know do you there's such thing as a healthy comparison as well do you use comparison to motivate you or do you use it to demotivate you it's Mm -hmm. really just based on the person and their perception so do you guys agree though that that social media change the perception of what was considered the American dream. So everybody's dream is different for your generation. That means you just kind of follow your passions at that point. Is that kind of what's happening? Um, yeah. So, okay. Let me just clarify. So when we were younger, <laughs> or when I was your age, you guys weren't alive, but when, uh, when we were younger, we were taught, you got to go to college. That was the way it was. I mean, you go to college and you're going to get a great job. What do you guys feel about that? Is that different today in 2020, yeah. 20, 2021? Is that different? Yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, different outlets or other opportunities outside of college specifically that will allow you to become a professional in anything that you seek. You didn't go to college then. I didn't. I <laughs> personally did not go to college. I, I attempted college, but... It what does was, that mean, I attempted college? I went for one semester, half my classes, and decided that it wasn't a thing that would benefit me in the way that I would expect it to. Okay, so Shirley, you graduated from college. I did, but definitely I think social media, it could also inspire other people to pursue their passions. I mean, look at YouTube. There's YouTubers who they have no college degree. Some of them, they just document their life, their family, and now they have millions of subscribers and drive Bugattis, all this stuff. Like they, it's just crazy. So just because I have a college degree, I also like, I think it'd be cool to have a little vlog camera and that's how I make my income every day. Mm. So I think it would inspire a lot of younger people too, to pursue their passions and be like, yeah, I could totally make money off this. So in other words, we sent you to college so that you could <laughs> want to do something that was require a degree. That's just great. I'm so excited about that. I think um, <laughs> what's been really cool with our generation is 
we've found out that we can be more creative in developing an income for ourselves. So we don't have to go straight to college and then work a nine to five job after that. We've found ways to use our creativity to do that for ourselves. It kind of ties into now there are plenty of people looking to be entrepreneurs because they found creative styles to fuel their passion as well as generate an income. So technically you guys are kind of on two sides of the fence. One side, you don't like social media because it makes you want to be like other people that you think they're they're making you compare them to you. At the same time, you want to be on social media so that you can pursue your passions and get your vlog and you can go after your passions and your thing you're talking about. So in other words, you like it and you don't like it. That's I would, I would say it's just a really powerful tool that it really helps you grow at a lot faster rate than you would have back then. Because back then, you'd have to drive across town to go to the library. Now it's at the palm of your hands. But when you get more access to information, you're going to get a lot of you know garbage information as well. Right. So it just really de- depends on the person, you know how they indulge it. Because like Casey was saying earlier, uh, the entrepreneurial mindset is actually a lot more of a commodity nowadays. Um, I see people trying to sell courses, whether it's e-commerce, drop shipping, you know, stocks, People selling courses for fitness, for example. I mean, I can go on and on. That mindset's actually shifting. And even, you know, millennials and Generation Z have the highest turnout rate in employment nowadays, too. So it's just really a clash of different mindsets. People really now are really afraid of being complacent. And they're always trying new things, which can be good or bad. But they're learning about themselves. What about, like, the philosophy of, for your generation, I hear they'd rather travel than buy a bunch of stuff. Like, instead of buying materialistic things, you know, like... You know, in our days, it would be clothes, it'd be cars, it'd be the house. Even people would buy boats. But your generation seems to want to travel more. I, I notice, I see younger generations going to different parts around the world, obviously before, you know, the pandemic hit. But I would see people traveling more than they would buy and accumulate stuff. Is that a little bit different mindset for you guys? Or am I just looking at a few people that travel and you guys don't have it, don't see it that way? Is, is traveling an important area for a younger generation to see more of the world before they settle down? I, I think it's very important. But, I mean, maybe you're following different people. I personally see tons of material stuff, cars and mm-hmm. houses. Really all the, yeah, right Louis and Gucci is, you know, the everyone's favorite right now. I think it's a mixture. People do want to travel and they talk about it, but I actually see tons of material stuff with my generation. I think <laughs> you can even look at it cynically, too. Like, are people traveling because they really are – like engaging with the culture or do they just want to post on Instagram like, hey, I'm in Greece. So it's just content at that time. Uh, Yesterday's podcast, I talked about, I don't need to post it to prove that Mm -hmm. I was there. How do you guys feel about that? Is posting a necessary thing for your generation that you, you, if you can't go to like a trip where you can't, let's say you're, you're traveling to Europe. Could you go to Europe and not post anything? Um, (laughs) The silence is deafening. <laughs> well, um, somebody mentioned it. I forgot who it was, but they said um, mm. posting your food is like a new form of prayer for Instagram, right? So phone eats first. Yeah, the phone eats first. You post. Say that again, because I am struggling with that the one. The phone eats first. The <laughs> phone is a form of prayer. You mean you're talking more like um, you would pray before you eat. Yes, so now that has been substituted for posting before eating. Instead of praying before eating, it has now become post before eating. And instead of giving thanks, you are kind of a... Giving thanks to the food and let everybody see it. Yeah. Wow. 
That's that's new to me. Post before prayer. So you guys didn't answer my question. Would you <laughs> post it? Would you be? Would you have to post? So let's say right now I, we decided to go take a trip, a dream trip to Europe and the French Riviera, Saint Tropez. Could you do it without posting it, and letting everybody know you're there? Yeah, yep. I, I, I could. Sure. I'm not saying you could. Yeah, I would. I could I, do I, it, but do I want to? Do I want to hmm. not post? Interesting. <laughs> Are you, are you posting it for yourself or are you posting it for your followers? I don't know. At this point, I feel like I've been, we've all been using social media for so long. I don't, I mean, we can dive into it psychologically more, but there's mm. just a little part of me that like wants to like show her like, I don't know. I want to take a nice picture. Mm-hmm. Like, She's being honest. Yeah. Like, I mean, hey, look, I'm in the French Riviera. I yeah. Know. Hey. I think, I don't know. I, now I'm trying, this is like really pathetic, but I'm like, I'm going to take pictures now, not to post, but just for my own memories. But at that point you're just taking pictures, right? Right. It's not, <laughs> it's like I the mean, fact that I had to make that distinction is sad. Yeah, I think it's a balance. I mean, sometimes people use it for just for marketing for their business. I mean, you can be resourceful as well. But also, too, you know, I know that you know, my, I'm kind of condescending sometimes. But at the same time, people worked really hard to do it. So mm-hmm. sometimes you deserve some bragging rights as well, respectfully. Totally. Okay, I'm with you. So I just look at it like I always compare things like when I was a, when I was a kid. And when I was a kid, there was no internet. There was just a camera that you couldn't see the picture Major. until... No, even before pagers, oh, uh, wow. we'd have to get the film developed at a photo mat and then pick it up three or four days. We were lucky if you got it the same day. So we wouldn't have photos to show anybody unless you had a Polaroid camera, which some of you guys I've seen. I think Shirley I has a Polaroid camera. And that doesn't look that great. It's kind of like that off color. It's not really crisp. The hipster thing. Yeah, yeah, but there was no way to post it or anybody to see it unless it came to your home and saw a photo album. The photo album was your ability to flex if you will. So I just wonder, maybe because I was brought up in an era where we didn't have to show anything, that it isn't, I don't have the need for it. And so when you guys are saying, well, you worked hard, so there's a little bit of flex. So there's a, still a part of you that says, because you could rationalize, I want to show a little bit because I worked hard. Well, do you think some of it is just envy because of the time frame? Because now we're just a lot, we have, we're a lot more advanced, whether you like it or not. And you even said, too, in a micro level that people want to flex their scrapbooks. My sisters used to do that, too. Like, they show everybody. So could you just argue that maybe it's just it's so much more advanced, some people wish they had it at their time. And also I sure. feel like I nowadays it's really it's popular, this sounds weird, but it's popular to be confident and even a little braggadocious. It's like everyone is supporting you and like, you go girl, like go on that trip or buy that Gucci bag. It's like everyone is kind of supporting you. So you're like, why not? I'm, I have so that makes it right? Not that it makes it right, but that's just how No, I'm just asking. You know, <laughs> just being honest. I mean, I got it. I got it. So I, I like that. I, I like the, that's a pretty interesting uh, topic for conversation. Would you guys agree? Yeah. That... What do we do things for? I've always believed that you don't have to post anything. You could just know that you were there in your mind, and who cares? Do you really care when you see everybody else traveling? You guys mentioned earlier that when you see other people doing it, you're like, oh, they're flexing. Are they doing it just to show off? So it kind of falls in that trap all either way, right? Mm-hmm. No matter how you look at it. Well, sometimes it reminds me too, like, oh, you know, I want to do this when people post it. So sometimes it could just be relevance. So it can be inspiring yeah, to yes. some level. There's well. healthy comparison. Totally. I see. What do you guys feel about getting married today? Wow, is getting well, married going younger or getting married is like a conversation that's like way down the road? I mean, 
Definitely a lot older. A lot yeah. older. What's, what's older? Probably 30, 35. What it is now is wow. it, times are changing. It's just most people, they'll date for a while, then they live with them. And then, you know, they, that's how they learn about themselves. That way, you know, whether divorce or not happens later on, they want to avoid that path. Or maybe people are afraid of that. How about the online dating? Is that something that everybody should do? Because that's pretty popular, <laughs> right? What is that thing? Swipe to the right or the left or whatever that thing? I, know, I, I don't know what that's called. I, just, I hear about it. But I mean, is that like the new way of dating now? Like, is that how it works? Is that, you know? I mean, it's more convenient. Um, oh, wow. It allows, I would say, like before those apps, the typical guy would have to, or girl, would have to approach the other person in public, say a pickup line or say something corny. Like what, Casey? Give me, a, <laughs> give me one. I want to hear one. What's, hear a, one. what's a pickup line? Anybody, what's a pickup line for your generation? I don't have a pickup line. Oh, oh come on. Oh, yeah, come a bunch on. on deck. What's a no. pickup line for your generation? I, I mean, there's hear. a lot of good and bad ones. Um, my friend, but one of his favorite, and I've seen it work numerous times, you know, when we, when we go out, is the, like, hey, can you help me find my girlfriend? And then they, he takes a selfie, and then the girl's in there, and then they, like, giggle. It works, like, almost every time. Wait, wait, wait. He'll get his phone. I don't understand. I don't understand. He so gets he his... grabs his phone, he's like, hey, can you help me find my girlfriend? And the girl's going to be like, because they want to help out. Like, yeah, sure, I'll check it out. And then he pulls out his phone and it th- turns a front camera on, so you see them. Oh. Yeah, see that's really cheesy, but you'd be surprised that works. So that's, yeah. but to say what Casey was, you know, to kind of tag on what he was saying is is true. It's it's a lot easier now is about convenience. In fact, technology is really about efficiency. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, you have to pull out maps before now. Every phone device has a GPS system, you know, incorporated into it. So you're saying that works well with dating too. I'm not saying it is, but people just want to save time. I mean, we don't have a lot of time of our lives. People want easier. And you can also argue maybe social media is making people less social. You know, people's mm. social skills are definitely lacking, I've noticed nowadays as well. Totally. So you guys don't go out and get a cup of coffee with your, your friends, or is that like, I'll just Zoom you? No, I, I get coffee <laughs> like every week with a friend at least. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. so you, oh, okay, well. that's kind of old school. That's cool. I'm, I'm very, to myself, so I'm more independent. I guess mm. not. I mean, the pandemic, too. So that's a good excuse. Right, yeah. well, how about prior to pandemic? I mean, I get it. I mean, how about prior? You guys wouldn't have coffee with your friends? Or is that kind of like old school? I would. I, pre- I appreciate doing that. But also, like, for example, my friends, they live all over the country. So I can't, Ooh. if I oh, want. That. That's not like a flex. I'm just saying they all moved my away. My friends live all over the oh country. Oh, my gosh. It's not <laughs> like Jeez. that. Oh, my gosh. I can't catch a break. <laughs> But they like they live far away, and so if I want to like talk to them, I it's not convenient for me to go to Starbucks and get a cup cup of coffee with them. So FaceTime, Zoom. I get it. The last thing I'm going to ask you guys, and and I appreciate hearing your side. It's very uh, educational for me also. But one thing I want to ask you guys is about being a millennial in today's world, given the technology and the way social media is and all the stuff that you guys mentioned. You guys have so many years and so much of a big life ahead of you. What is your philosophy with the future? That's a great question. In my opinion, I believe the older generation kind of put into the younger generation's head that one, you go to school, you study hard, you get into a good college, and then you go to work, right? They never really put the emphasis on learning. So as much as it is go to school, get get an education, and then get a job, they didn't specifically tell you, hey, make sure you go learn something. But isn't going to school learning something? Well, you can go to school and take classes, but it doesn't mean you're going to retain the information and actually make use of it within your career. 
So I think, in my opinion, what I wish other people would have told me before was read more. Find a passion for learning. Find a passion for curiosity and finding the answers to what you're curious about. Um, I think that's big because I wish I had somebody there to tell me about the mistakes that they've made in the in the past and give me the information so that I can avoid those same mistakes. It's not really fair to, I feel bad, I, I hear what you're saying, but I feel bad for the parents that you guys are slightly referring to because they were brought up in their own belief system as well from their parents. Yeah. And it's kind of hard for a parent to teach you things that they were never taught. My mom and dad are both passed away. They taught me the same values, you know, go to school, get a job, but that's the best they knew at that time. There, there wasn't any of the things you guys have today. So they didn't really have any other recourse other than that's what they could lean on that they knew was a, at least a road to get us a job. You get to go to school. So I feel bad for some of the things you're saying, because I feel that it's not really fair to blame parents or generations for what they didn't know. You guys with me on that? Yeah, yeah. And so I think what you're saying now, yeah, I absolutely. The the world moves faster. Information, you guys could get it at the palm of your hand just by putting it in Google. They didn't have these things. We had encyclopedias. I don't even know if you guys even know what that means. But encyclopedias, we had a you had to buy that and you had to look it up. They're laughing because we know it. I know what an encyclopedia is. Oh, okay. Well, you <laughs> we know what it is. Right? My goodness. Yeah, so, <laughs> do you ever use an encyclopedia? Never. Okay, Hi. there it is. Okay, so encyclopedia.com. Okay. <laughs> encyclopedia.com. What do you feel life is then? It should be you learn, get to have a mentor. Was that something you believe that someone should have guided yeah, you in a certain um, way? I'm not going to put any blame on the older generation because, of course, they had their own limitations that they were allowed to kind of maneuver in and they didn't have the same opportunities that we do today. So it's not their fault. They right. taught us enough to put us in a position where we are comfortable to now do what we want and f venture off into new things that they weren't able to experience. Like going back to your traveling thing, in my experience, a lot of parents told me, hey, you should travel more when you're younger. Maybe that's translating now into the social media generation where we are traveling now when we're younger and we're pushing marriage back and getting a house back or later in our generation. Makes sense. Right? I so think that makes sense a lot. I do believe you should get a mentor. I think that's a, uh, a big thing, at least in the career field that you're looking to be in, as well as somebody who tells you information about personal development. Just being open to learning, learning new things. Learn, you, never, you should never stop learning. You should never feel negatively about learning something new. Just because you don't do well at it the first time, that doesn't mean you're not learning. It just means that you are taking the first step into something that you are unfamiliar with. And now, after the first experience, you can now develop a new solution to the mistake you have made. Oh, he's, he didn't even breathe. No, I didn't breathe he's at all. Eloquent. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was breathing, if you guys didn't see. Like, he was going to the side. This is definitely you know, a very generalized topic. But I, I will say one thing is that I do appreciate, you know, especially my dad, he came from that generation. You know, he's, he's around, I think he's like 60, 61 right now. So he, he came from a different time. I think that philosophy is great f for survival, but now it's more about thriving. Hmm. So I think that's a really good emphasis. I really think it's awesome. Now, what I think that we could both do as generations is get along, because I know sometimes there's some envy on both sides, mm. is I think the younger generation should definitely respect older ones a lot more. Sometimes they're a little too clicky, meaning they only hang out with their age. Like a 20-year-old will sit, think is 30 is old, but 30-year-olds still starting their life as well. I right. think hanging around with older ones is something that's definitely overlooked because they have a lot of experiences that they can teach us. I mean, your generation as well, Jeff, not that you're old or anything, but you guys are a lot more, I appreciate old, that. A lot more old school, a lot more, you know, hustlers, you could say. They work the old-fashioned way, door-to-door, whatever, whatever dream they want to do, they do it just like that. 
younger people, we get a little spoiled. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, we're used to things coming our way. I know I do have that mindset as well, which I need to refrain from, but we, we're used to things coming in our way, in our lap, because life has been convenient, especially with technology. And I, that's why I do agree having a mentor is something awesome. Hanging out with older people will change your life. They're going to have so many good experiences to learn from. And I also think the older generation should also, you know, not that they're all like that. A lot are actually very respectful, but they should also acknowledge the younger one and not, you know, disrespect them in any ways. Like they're not, you know, they have so much to learn because I see it on both sides. I learn a lot from your generation every single day. So I, I appreciate that. You'd answer it one at a time. What is happiness for you? What does happiness mean to you? Mm, oh, Shirley's ready. No, I'm not. <laughs> I saw her. Hey, that's a tough question. Life. That's really hard. But I'd like to ask, what is happiness to a millennial? What do you guys see as a millennial? What is happiness? What is joy? What does it mean? For us here? personally or for our generation? You personally. Because you are speaking okay. from your generation. Oh, wow. Okay. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> so our generation, you know, in general... It's very different. You know, obviously, they just care about material things. So I think they don't care if you have a job or entrepreneur. They just want you to accomplish this end point. Mm. For me personally, you know, maybe it could be the way I was raised or just what I was around. But I really want what would make me happy is influencing other people's lives in a positive way. Right. Uh, telling things people I wish that I was taught or, you know, lear- helping other people learn things that I wish that I was able to learn. That's why I think, you know, schools in general, they should teach you, you know, more about how to live life, how to make money, you know, different mindsets. Um, you know, how to do your taxes, for example, which is something so minuscule, you know, how to invest. I wish schools, big deal. I wish yeah. schools incorporate things like that. And I would want to be a part of that where you can change people's lives. And there's a lot of great influencers who are doing very well. Yeah, they do post it. So you can argue, you know, that's kind of annoying to post, you know, helping others, but they're building awareness. And I think helping others in fun and creative ways would be awesome to me. Because being a teacher is life changing. Like, for example, I come from the sales industry, sales, one salesman that beats records or number one is great. But imagine one salesman who can train hundreds, if not thousands, to get similar results. That has more power with a lot of larger numbers. That's great. But what's happiness to you? Do you want me to go? He's making eyebrows at me. Just do it. I think what, especially our generation, is just showing that you can pursue your passions and to just go for it, full force. So I think the older generation, which is great, you know, they taught us stability they taught us that it's good to have all your ducks in a row and to have things to fall back on. I'm grateful for my degree, for example. I, I think I got influenced by my older, like my grandparents or like my titos or titas. To oh, what's a get, tito? <laughs> to the rest of the world, it's not oh, it's Filipino. An uncle, oh, got uncle, it. Uncle, auntie, my bad. <laughs> but they, you know, they ingrained in me, you know, you should have that to fall back on. But then where it gets a little confusing is that our generation, they're also about chasing your dreams and showing that you can be successful while chasing your dreams. It's not necessarily kind of this like starving artist feeling that a lot of the older generation has on us where when you follow your passions, you might not necessarily make money, you're not going to be successful, but a lot of people that you I see, at least for me on social media, they broke those barriers and they're successful, they do what they love, They you know, they went against all the odds and they're happy. So I think that's just something like following our passions. Like I feel more encouraged to do that. And I think that's what makes us happy now. So in, in looking at both of what you guys are saying, Jordan came from a sales background, right? You're saying that you were in mm-hmm. sales and you see more of as a teacher uh, and growing in that way. Surely you have a job today, right? You work at a, a big company, you have your degree. 
So you appreciate the stability that um, you were brought up, but there's also a side of you that chases passion. Am I, is that what you're saying? Totally. I love like having my job. I like the stability, but I also like that there's also an option for me to pursue my dreams, and I don't feel like that's totally going off the wrong path because I know there's possibility I'd be successful in that sense too. Absolutely. And so let's, last but not least, is, is Casey. So Casey, 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 tell me what, you know, Larry. what is it, what do you feel? What is happiness to Casey? That's, that's a great question. It's, it's a pretty big question because happiness as a person in their 20s is pretty hard to come by. I think because one, you are emotionally trying to figure yourself out and two, you are trying to physically Put yourself in a position where you are successful, you are stable, you may have an income, and you you may be wanting to do things that are um, dreams of yours. So mm. I think happiness to me specifically is um, being emotionally and physically healthy, allowing myself to not be so hard on myself. If I have a feeling of negativity or some sort of, let's say, hatred in my heart, I would like to have that dissipate into thin air. Mm. Emotionally and mentally being healthy are very important to me. So I think that's what healthy or happiness would be. That's great. Mm-hmm. Case is pretty deep. So I respect really that. Deep. He's really deep. Nice. I wanted to say one thing I, I always would recommend when I'm when I was if I could talk to my younger self would be, yeah, don't don't put so much pressure on yourself. I think that's what you mentioned is don't you don't want to feel so pre- so much pressure at a young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing you can do is you can make mistakes at your age. Right. I think this is a good time of your life to explore and to see things that you've never seen before. Life goes by very fast. Being 51, I could tell you, I could blink an eye, and, and I was 25 years old, and I blink again, and I'm 51. So I know how fast life goes. And one of the things that I'd recommend to a younger generation is to enjoy your life. Enjoy the, the life that you have, the blessings that you have. If there was always a story I used to always talk about was if you're on the freeway, right, and you're driving on the freeway and someone cuts you off, you almost get in, you hit the side rail. How do you res- how would you respond to that typically? If someone runs in, you know, cuts you off, you almost hit the side rail and they just take off. Are you upset? How do you guys feel? I, I would definitely be pretty annoyed. I mean, pretty if they annoyed. hit me and they stopped, I would know how to get money off of them. But I'm no, they said they they didn't stop. Oh, they yeah, just be, took off. I would be very. Would you be upset, Shirley? Would you be upset if someone almost cut you off and almost hit the side rail? I'd be more grateful that I'm still alive. That's good. That's a good answer. So, but you, Case, would you be? You just said road rage a second ago. So I'm, yeah, I I'm did. assuming I know the answer to this one for you. Um, I would say the Casey from. A year and a half ago would be very much irritated and I would be chasing the person. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think now, I think that's a minor thing that I would allow myself to control my emotions. So I think it wouldn't mean anything to me now. I would just look at it and say, hey, I'm alive. Nothing happened. My car's okay. We can just continue on to work. So let's, just, let's say this adds to the story. That day you got fired from your job. Your brother was suspended from school, and you're on your way to pick him up because he was suspended from school for getting into a fight. And at the same time, you got a ticket earlier for driving too fast. So now you're on the road, and someone picks yeah, someone. I think he just wanted us to be. Mad. Yeah, someone yeah. cuts you right. off. Someone Worst cuts you off, ever. and you almost hit the side rail. Would you still be upset, or would you still have the "I'm glad I'm alive"? What would you feel? 
I think I'm chasing this guy. You're chasing down the, the freeway. guy. You'll be upset, Jordan. <laughs> I'll be upset at first, but if you guys know me, is I usually think before I react. So I would yeah. let it set, let it simmer. You know, let it marinate. You know, for I like um, that. for a few That's seconds. My word. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll just I'll think about it for a little bit and then I'd react. But I would definitely at first be mad for sure. With all that going on, you'd be upset, Shirley, or you'd still. If gonna... anything, I think that would make me more grateful because. All these things wow. happened, and it just puts things into perspective. That's you know? my daughter, by the way. Wow. No, but all these things, all these terrible things happen to you all day, and you almost die. So it kind of brings you back to you, like, wow, at least I'm still alive. And regardless of all this, I'm still grateful to be here. Yeah, I get it. I now will. let's flip the story uh, again. All that happened, you almost hit the side rail. But instead of being on your way to pick up your brother because he was suspended, you're on your way to the lotto because you just won $100 million, and you're on your way to pick up the check, and someone cut you off. Who cares? Oh, man. If someone totaled it, I would walk there with a smile. Okay, you so, want to know my so what I'm saying to this, the whole point yeah. of the story, is that when you have something to look forward to, right. the challenges don't seem as big, even in the midst of struggle or in the midst of anger. Mm-hmm. It'll go away because you have something greater to look forward to. You wouldn't even worry about the guy driving. Say, oh, Go ahead, I'm picking up a check for $100 million. Meaning that if you look at your life as if you always have something great to look forward to, then don't worry about all the struggles you're going to go through because the greatest part of your life is still yet to come. If you right. can always think that way, you'll always enjoy your life. Wow, that was, that was wow, actually that was a really deep. great illustration. You, wow. like, you like that? So anyways, thank you guys for being on today. I appreciate it uh, hearing the new generation. I'll probably have to have you guys come back if you guys don't mind. If you it enjoy would be an honor. Yeah, yeah. that would be great. Well, I great. Love- well, and I love being able to uh, share, and thank you for having me. Yeah, I hope it impacted somebody out there, and if it made a difference in your life, that's really all we're trying to do. You guys agree with that? Yep. Yeah, definitely. I will right, we'll sign it off. Thank you, guys. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Right, going, you guys. Going. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, show your support by subscribing or leaving a rating and a review. Until next time, this is the Decisive Point Podcast with your host, Jeffrey Delgado.